Hi, my name is Tony Bennett and it is my privilege to direct and narrate this episode of the Tough Love and Second Chances podcast. This is the story of Kirsty Wilkinson from Australia. Kirsty was blissfully ignorant of a connective tissue disorder called hypermobile Allos-Danlos syndrome. That is until one day, after being the innocent party in two car accidents, they diagnosed her condition. Kirsty has had to endure many surgeries, prolonged anxiety and also depression. This is the story of how her involvement in golf has meant so much to Kirsty. In fact, she says that golf saved her life. A word of thanks to our writer, all-round good guy Ben Evans, and of course to my guest, Kirsty Wilkinson. When life is a real struggle, sometimes, somehow, you have to just get out there and let the rest look after itself. Kirsty Wilkinson did just that with a golf club in her hands and to put a smile back on her face again. Like many Australian youngsters, Kirsty loved the sport in competitive swimming in Perth and also gymnastics and netball. And a little later in Melbourne, she followed her brother Daniel into the hockey field with a close circle of friends in her team. When you're hooked on sport like this, you think it'll never change. But as a young woman, Kirsty had the rug pulled from under her after two car accidents in two years, and she was blameless in both, in 2007 and 2008. After struggling to recover from injuries, she was eventually diagnosed with a rare multisystemic genetic connective tissue disorder called hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Symptoms vary, but many people suffer significant and chronic pain around their joints. This has been part of Kirsty's reality. Years of pain management, exhaustion, and pressure around keeping well. She has had to endure many surgeries, prolonged anxiety, and also depression. It's taken a fair while to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but golf has helped her to find this. Although active team sports and swimming were taken off her agenda, the exercise and focus Kirsty found in learning to play golf has now made a huge difference to her life, helping her physical and mental health considerably, and offering a social network of new friends in the process. In short, it's Kirsty's belief that golf saved her life. Um, they say with trauma that often these conditions can rear their ugly head. Um, and I think, um, I think it was often these conditions can lay dormant and, you know, come up to the surface. And I think that's certainly what happened in my case. And um, um, I guess I live a guess living daily life of chronic, both chronic pain and, and um, fatigue. You, you certainly have to um, pace yourself and um, be really mindful in, in what you do. And um, golf has really saved my, my life really because I had become very depressed and um, I became very anxious as well from, from my car accidents. And um, it, it's, it's really hard when you've played sport all your life and then all of a sudden it's the rug is pulled from under you, underneath you. Um, and that's essentially what happened in my case. Um, 
and I've had a lot of surgery on both knees. I've had nine knee operations in total and I've had surgery on both shoulders and my left ankle as well. So it, it did, it did uh, you know, start taking its toll. Um, so really, life really saved me. Kirsty Wilkinson was born in Wyala near Adelaide in Australia and grew up around Perth. Together with a spell in the jungle in Indonesia, her father was a civil engineer, and then on to Melbourne. This was an upbringing that gave her a certain amount of confidence in exploring the world and mixing with others and was an early foundation for her starting her own international import and export consulting business of today called Asia Market Makers, with a specific accent on wine, specialising in the Japanese market. She had travelled to Japan at the age of 17 and so began a love affair with the country that remains to this day. Kirsty has a double degree, a Bachelor of Arts majoring in Advanced Japanese Language, she also teaches this, and a Bachelor of Business Qualification in International Trade. Her busy business life and a healthy network of golfing friends is today's story, but not long after her car accidents, Kirsty found herself in a dark place. It was pretty much like hitting a wall. Um, at the time, I was also dealing with a lot of other things as well. My my brother um, found out that he had a, a brain tumour at the stem of the brain. And so it wasn't just dealing with the car accident, it was also dealing with my brother not knowing whether he was going to survive this um, surgery that he was going to have. So, and the first operation, the, the neurosurgeon said, you realise you could die on the table. and. Having, saying something like that before someone's going for life-saving surgery really isn't um, the thing that you really want to hear, especially family, they don't want to hear that kind of thing. So, um, um, yeah, so I had lots of other things going on and um, I was changing jobs at the time as well and it was, it, was a, it was a really difficult time. In her days of competitive swimming and hockey, Kirsty enjoyed success and a vibrant, regular social circle around meetings and matches. All this had changed, and it hurt. Because I grew up playing um, sport, my, I, I lived and breathed sport, and you know, all of a sudden when it's taken away from you, it's, it's really hard when, um, when you feel like you're nothing and you've got nothing left. And, um, and I, I just know that when I had to give up hockey, I. I just, I just felt like there was just nothing left. And um, for a while I, I coached, uh, well not coached, I was team manager for a couple of years. Um, but, but in the end, it, would, it actually got too painful to actually watch my teammates play week in, week out. So I actually decided to, to um, stop playing that. But Golf has given me a, a new lease of life and has actually, um, you know, I guess, given me a lot of the things that hockey used to give me. Fortunately, a good friend, Kate Smith, a marathon runner at the Beijing Olympics, noticed that she needed little help and recommended a psychologist she knew, Paulette Misud, who understood sport and sports people very well. Kirsty described his support as crucial, helping her to deal with the depression and also, when feeling well, to look out for the warning signs 
that it could be returning? Well, one thing is, um, one of the things that I, I know that can happen is when you have depression is that you avoid catching up with family and friends. And so what I try to do, even if it's just catching up with a friend or even having a chat with them over the phone, um, I, that's one thing I try and, I'm, try and do regularly. Um, and the other thing is, you know, um, st you know, um, I stop eating as well, um, and I just have to, you know, remind myself that I need to keep eating. And I saw a dietitian uh, a couple of years ago, and one of the things she said is, even if it's just small, small snacks, or you know, even some fruit with yogurt, even just something healthy. To, to keep you going and that's what I actually do now so if I'm you know not in a good place I'll, I'll still ha have make healthy snacks and or, or could be fruit with with yogurt to help keep me going. Kirsty says that for her it helps to keep a journal to establish positive reflection and a feeling of calm. And one of the best things you can do is actually have routine and then once you actually have routine, you, you feel so much better. And doing things like, whether it be going for a walk, or for me, it, it would be going out and playing some golf, or um, for example, I go to Pilates. Um, those kinds of things are really, for me, are a feel good factor. Um, and also eating well as well um, makes a huge difference but it's and taking that first step often is the hardest thing but once you actually start that then it, it does become much easier. Golf was a sport her brother and father had enjoyed and she'd always been curious about whether she could play. By that point my my friend didn't want to continue playing hockey and and we thought that golf is a great game because it's something you can play to to you're quite old and also it's something it's that you can get outside and it's a great way to, to meet people and socialise, so we thought it was a great opportunity. Her first attempt involved being part of group coaching with players who didn't have a disability and she didn't immediately find confidence in her golf. The need for a shoulder operation also got in the way of this first attempt. Her surgeon, Greg Hoy, ensured that she enjoyed the best outcome for her shoulder and Kirsty remains very grateful to Hoy, her sports physician, Dr. Andrew Jowett, Professor Julian Feller, her knee surgeon, Mark Blankney, who treated her ankle, and her current physio, Melissa Williams, for their fantastic support. If it wasn't for them, I, I probably wouldn't be where I am now. But um, And then um, after I'd recovered um, from my, my surgery, um, I can't... Um, I, I inquired about um, uh, getting back into golf and I actually talked to Christian and he actually put me on to James Gruppel and I, I've talked to James a lot over time and he, he's been been very encouraging and um, on the National Disability Insurance Scheme that we've got in Australia I've been able to um, you know, get funding for, for the golf lessons with with Craig and the aim this year is to build up to playing some tournaments. After this groundwork, Kirsty's second foray into golf had been far more successful and she's thriving in her coaching with Craig.
Kirsty is honing her game at Albert Park Driving Range, one of Melbourne's premier golf facilities. She's tinkering with new clubs to get the right custom fit options to suit the need to swing and protect her joints and frame. And at the same time, to get the most out of the clubs to help with distance and accuracy. Um, people just think it's, you know, it's you know not, not much different to normal golf, but um, you do have to make adjustments. I know that I've I've had to make adjust adjustments to my to my swing, um, especially for my knee. She has had recent treatment on her knee and can't wait to get back to playing and competing in some tournaments this year, when COVID restrictions allow. Her golf continues to be her stress buster in the open air. It's also been you know, a good way to, to meet people. Um, I know Craig has been looking at setting up a, a monthly group where we go out and you know play, play a few holes. Um, so I think it, it's, yeah, it's just definitely given me a, a new lease of life. And without golf, I think I'd find it really hard because I think what happens when you have, you have, you have it, you know, chronic injuries and, and conditions, um, often people actually lose a lot of friends as well. And, and it's, you know, how do you know, hard when you, when you don't always feel your best as well. So, but having something like golf means that I can go out and, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, play a few holes or it could be, you know, nine holes or whatever. At, at least it, it helps me get out and, and meet other people and I think that's that's one thing that, that's really important. And and also doing things to, I guess, um, you know, help, help my self-esteem and my mood as well. Um, I find that um, chronic pain can, can, chronic pain often goes with um, depression and anxiety and um, I often find it really hard if I'm constantly dealing with chronic pain and it's just unrelenting. So I, I try and find ways of, of reducing that as well. Um, I do clinical Pilates and I've got a home exercise program and I use a lot of those exercises um, to help me as well. Kirsty's advice to others with a disability who are thinking of giving golf a go is unequivocal. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Uh, I think there's just so much to gain. Um, one is um, meeting new people, uh, developing new skills, um, um, getting out in the fresh open, um, helping to manage your stress. There's just so many positives, um, but I'd say just do it, get out there. It's Kirsty's view that Australian society, like others, has got a long way to go in terms of making life kinder easier and more accessible for people with disabilities. Golf also has to make cultural change and also practical changes in creating better facilities for the disabled, she believes. But she is buoyed that golf is leading the way as a sport in her country in terms of raising awareness and being inclusive to new players, led by the innovative team at Golf Australia and also individual flag bearers like the double amputee Mike Rolls from Melbourne, who has become a motivational speaker to inspire others with an impairment. I think it's awareness more than anything, and I think having it's really important to actually have people who've actually got a disability involved in in advocating um, 
in sport um, because I think too often you've got people advocating for for um, disability sport who actually don't have a disability and um, so I think that kind of thing is really important and I think um, Christian is, is, is doing a really good job and but it is a massive job and um, I, I think like if you look at other sports I think golf has actually done a lot more and has, has come a lot further than a lot of other sports as a lot of the other sports have got a long long way to come. In giving this interview Kirsty Wilkinson is herself advocating her sport to others very well. Her thoughts on navigating ways through depression are particularly valuable as is highlighting a little understood condition called hypermobile Alice-Danlos syndrome. But it is also her encouragement around the benefits of golf that will strike a chord with many, readers and listeners alike. Kirsty says, just do it, just do it. Get out there. Message received and understood. My sincere thanks to our writer, Ben Evans. For more information about Edgar, please visit www.edgargolf.com and please stay tuned for the next episode of the Tough Love and Second Chances podcast. <laughs>